to the Opinionated Podcast, and we are your hosts. It is cool, Kev. How you doing? Dash. And I'm Big Dre, uh, but my friends like to call me Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Just created today. Just created, and we got a special guest. Hi, guys. It's your obnoxious goddess, Athena. Hey, coming all the way from where? San Diego, California. San Diego. San Diego. That's where the San Francisco treats are. (laughs) <laughs> kind of the most beautiful city in the world I thought that was San Francisco yeah it's definitely San Francisco <laughs> got him <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, same state the big apple alright <laughs> alright um, so you know what we were going to uh, we were going to start today uh, with our original topic uh, which we'll still get to um, but we're going to talk about some stuff that's been going on that's kind of in the news lately that's I don't know, no matter who you are, I don't care if you're just a guy talking, guy or girl, talking shit at work, or if you're at home, or whatever, it's a pretty big topic, and that's all the um, protesting, rioting, um, and just madness that's going on right now in the world. Uh, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I mean, I've, I've personally seen on social media, which to the point I had to put my phone down, it's disgusting. It, yeah. But, you it's know, okay, disgusting. so this is my belief. I believe that if you're going to protest, do a peaceful protest until shit has to be done. I don't see a need in burning down your city, you know, burning down businesses that people saved up their whole lives to build and to get. And especially if it's a minority business, why are you doing that? You know, it's like this is our time as minorities to get together and protest peacefully. And with me, I I take it a little personal because I am a mother of black children. And, you know, I don't feel like this is right, as in the rioting. I feel like it's just a bunch of savages that want to go out and vandalize because we've been locked up from this quarantine for so long. So everybody's acting a fool. But I'm like, go at it the right way. Why don't we follow the cops and see who they harass on a daily and just note it down and take it to your Congress? You know, that I, I look at it by going about it the right way. You know, not not freaking tearing down shit and looting and, you know, like, why Target? Why? I expect that from Walmart, but not Target. Oh, no, 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 Walmart good with me. <laughs> you know, Target's my, my second home. Walmart, Walmart good with us over here. Exactly, we love Target, Walmart. Target, Target a little too high in their prices, but uh, from what I hear... They got nice t-shirts. And what, yeah, they do. From what I hear, though, uh, the CEO, and, and, and one big thing is you can't really trust social media, and it's so hard because sometimes it's some shit that you really want to run with, and, you know... I heard that the Target CEO um, has donated, like, uh, I guess to, to, I'm not sure to what cause, but something that has to do with the rioting and stuff like that. Like, basically, yeah, it's messed up, but he understands. Yeah. And 
I think he can afford to do that. Yeah, because there's there's oh, millions yeah. and millions targets of targets target. out there. Maybe yeah. not millions, but hundreds of thousands of targets out there that are probably doing well. But I I, I think that with the rioting, and it's a very sensitive subject. Maybe not rioting, the protesting. Protest, yeah. I think that it's it comes from a place. The anger comes from a place of. Hey, we tried this, we tried this, we tried this, we tried to do it your way, we try to be peaceful, we try to be, we try to, um, what's the word well, when you... Well, let's, let's hear it. There you go. Colin Kaepernick taking the knee. So many people was offended by oh, yeah. one man taking a knee on the national anthem, right. basically targeting what just happened to this, uh, this yeah. uh, man, George Floyd. So right. many people was upset and outraged and can't believe that he disrespected the flag, which wasn't the case. That he disrespected the soldiers, which wasn't the case. Right. He disrespected America, which wasn't the case. All he was trying to do was bring light to a situation right now to prevent stuff like this from happening. Right. So you have that going on. Then you have people, you have what, people sitting in the street with the book. Because when Black Lives Matter first started off, the movement. You just have people just going out there with t-shirts and just sitting in the street marching. Nothing wasn't getting tore up. But they was labeled as thugs and they hate mm-hmm. white people. Hey, all yeah, lives. They, they got a real bad rap yeah, from all people lives, who didn't want them you to. Know, all lives yeah. matter. Just not black lives matter in his life. Yeah, they, those were those people with the all lives matter. I get which I get where your heart's at, but you're, you're obtuse to the situation. Like, you, you don't understand what we're saying. We know all lives matter, but it seems that black lives matter a lot less than all other people's lives. How are black you going to brown. understand a black situation or circumstance that you've never had to deal with or be a part of? And it's very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. It just doesn't work out that way. You can't just expect someone to be like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Uh, a person can show some type of uh, remorse or even pity for someone watching from the outside in but you you can't understand you can't expect them to just understand or know what you're going through especially if they only know the high life or the high points of life you know what i mean or or to not know racism i mean there's people who do, who who don't know racism because they live in a town where it's just them you know what i mean so all they see is what they're what they're what what's thrown in front of them right okay hey here go here go experiment right here When's the first time you experienced experienced racism? Me, it was in the fourth grade. I was at uh, lunch. This kid was getting picked on, bullied. I went to stick up for the kids getting getting bullied. The other kid said, "Shut up, get out of my face, nigger." <laughs> my response to him was, uh, "You don't even know that word." Right in that face. I, yeah, he said <laughs> he called me a nigger. And I said, "You know what nigger mean? Nigger means an ignorant person." That, that's you. That was my response to him. He said, no, my dad told me niggers are that black people. Road, niggers are black people. That's what my dad told me. Right. This is a fourth This is fourth grade, money. So, what? Fourth grade, you're like eight, nine. See, racism is taught. It's not exactly. something you're just given, you know? Absolutely. I, have, I get discriminated against Latinos because I'm not fluent in Spanish. So that's the worst that I get. But I had one experience. I, my son is five now. And... We were playing, so- he's on a soccer league, and this kid asked his mom, why is that kid so dark? And I'm like, looking around, and I'm like, my kid's the only black kid out here in this league. Like, what am I, what am I doing? And so his dad, his dad's Caribbean, you know, so 
he was like, well, maybe we need to start putting him, you know, in, in the lower income areas, because I was thinking this is a nice area. They have a good soccer league for kids. I did not realize we were the only minorities out there until that really opened my eyes. And I'm like, what am I doing to my son? How am I raising my son? You know, he's going to have to work 10 times harder than these white kids. You know, he's going to have to work 10 times harder in school. He can get the same grades, but yet still be looked down upon because of his skin color. And and that sickens me that I'm going to have to talk to my son and say, you will have to tiptoe around certain people because of your skin color. You know, and this is sad. You know, I, I don't want to have to have that talk with him, but I know eventually I will. And, and it's it's awesome that parents, it's a shame, but at the same time, it's awesome that parents have to be aware and, and make their children aware of what's going on today because anything could happen, especially, you know, with your child out and about, whether they're two years old or whether they're 20 years old, you know what I mean? They go out into the world not knowing uh, what they're up against and... They're just, they're not going to be prepared to see, especially with times like this. I can't explain to my daughter what's literally going on because she wouldn't understand being four years old, my youngest, but my oldest has been through situations where she's been racially profiled at 10. You know what I'm saying? And, and just like you, like I've been racially profiled on both aspects. I've been racially profiled by black people and I've been racially profiled by white people. So I, sometimes I couldn't win being half black, half Spanish, not being able to speak Spanish or being so mm-hmm. light skinned that you don't know if I'm black or Puerto Rican or white. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you, you take it all in and you kind of deal with it as it comes. But it's hard to, to prepare your children for it, especially with them just being able to see it on television, on just regular television shows, regular life. They can yeah. see it just by turning on TV, by walking outside. Now it's just out there. Yeah. You know, back then, back in the day, I mean, even though people might have expressed it, it was kind of, it was like more hidden in a sense. Yeah. People aren't even ashamed to be that way. It's just, you know what, I'm going to speak my mind and that's just how I am. That, and, and social media, social media has, has been a big contributor to that. And my thing is this, show, show yourself, keep showing yourself. I'm, I'm going to go off on a rant real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go off on a rant. I was discussing with with the co-host earlier, and uh, after, after that, I really want to know what's going on on your on your side of the um, side of the country. Um, so earlier, uh, one of my one of my friends who happened to be white, you know what I mean? Like uh, me, me and him are cool, and uh, he posts something about like the uh, protest and stuff, and it wasn't hateful or anything like that. He was just saying about how we got to protect this country and stuff. He was in the army. Cool beans. One of his friends get on there and says, um, and starts talking about the riots and says, yeah, um, uh, what did he say? He said, well, maybe they should take away their welfare checks. And um, and, and I, I hope those Nikes were worth it and stuff like that. So I get on there and I, you know, I, I don't say nothing on social media. I don't talk politics because that's not my thing. I don't talk. I don't, I don't like getting into arguments because I'm not good at them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I say, yo, is this your friend talking to my friend? Like, is this your friend talking about taking away our welfare checks? I say, say what you really mean, bro. And then they started getting on there trying to cop please. Like, oh, you know, he's not really, like, he was texting me and everything. Yo, he's not really racist. He's not racist. And mm, he's no, he third. I said, bro, with all due respect, fuck him. Because 
what he's saying, even though he's not outright saying, I think it was bullshit. He's not trying to be racist. No, nah, bro, that was racist. And he did. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to say, oh, well, white people are on welfare. And now nah, we talking about semantics. If they you divided us and said you could take one Fred to this side of the fence, who would you take? He's not taking your hand. Correct. Correct. Even though he didn't say it, it's mm-hmm. going to be his homeboy that he say he knew since fourth grade and all that. All right, well, you've been letting him get away with it. There's no way that he would be comfortable enough to put that on your page if you didn't allow that when y'all in private. Yeah. Exactly. Period. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. Yes. 100%. Yeah, this stuff is just, it's too much. And I didn't realize how much my daughter had to go through until she told me she's um in Chicago with her dad. She's in a black neighborhood. She does not get accepted by the black crowd because she doesn't look black enough. She doesn't get accepted by the Latino crowd because she doesn't look Latino enough. Now, she looks just like me. Let me show you. That's her. Hey, all right. Yeah. And Beautiful. stop it. No. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, she, because she doesn't look enough of one or the other, kids don't want to like really hang out. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, when is this going to end? That's my thing. When is it going to end? When are people going to stop hating on each other and realize that, you know what, we were all mixed. If you want to really do a 23andMe or Ancestry or whatever, you're going to see how mixed you are. Oh, yeah. You know, so stop hating. We all bleed the same fucking color. But that's but you gotta understand where the hate come from. This is what America America was built on. America was built on bloodshed, hate, discrimination against people and everything. You think about it, the people who first came, I always gonna say it, who came and stole this land from the Native Americans that were here. They were all murderers, discovered. Poor, they was all poor, murderers, <laughs> yeah. poor disenfranchised, you know, they was tired of their country looking down on them, so what did they do? Made it great again. You come over here, you take the land land from the people, and all that hatred you experienced over there by being a low income, you take that hatred, you you got tired of being bullied over there, so you will bully another person. Then you go get slaves to come build your country up. And you look at them lower lower humans than you are. Then the people that come over here migrates the Germans and the Jews and the Italians and Russians, the Irish, they start coming to this country. So when they come to this country, you start attacking them. Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They say, you know what? I look white like the white Englishman, even though I'm Irish. The Europeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Europeans. The Irish got abused yeah, too. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fall in pack with them and go jump on the brown people because they can't hide their color. Right. They can't hide what they look like. Right. I can change my name. My daughter can get married to, uh, you know, my Winkelstein. Robinson. Anything that <laughs> yeah. ain't black. That's how they're going to look yeah, at you it. Can Anything get, that ain't black. Yeah, you can get Spanish married to Wesley Matthews color. and your name is no longer <laughs> Hindenburg. You're no longer German, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Did that was racist. But, uh, hey, listen. <laughs> But now you now you blend in with these crowds. Now we're gonna pick on these people. These it, it, yeah, the blend in is the blend is crazy. Like if you're blending in, you can participate in all of the racism and kind of hide and say, "All right, shit." To the to the point where you get you like, "Yo, they are less than me. Yo, they less than us, y'all." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, how, how's everything on 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 your side? Because uh, as we said before, you over in San Diego. How's everything going over there? Like, how's it look? Well, there's a part called La Mesa that they did start to burn, and 
right out there. That is probably about 15 miles from where I live. Um, today, they are doing a peaceful protest um, off the beach called Shelter Island area. And so far it's peaceful, but we'll see in a few. I'll, ch I'll check back in. Um, I know Oakland got burned to shit and San Jose, they're definitely rioting out there. Um, where else? God, I just, um, LA, they started tearing up the famous farmer's market in LA. And my husband was out there yesterday with his mom and our son. And I was like, mm, you better get your ass home so, oh, yeah. um, before they block off the streets of L.A. Because L.A. is really known to block off the freeways, every freeway out there. So it's like, don't get stuck out there. You know, but, the precedent back in the day. Yeah. Riots. So they're not yeah. going through that no more. Yeah. Like 88. <laughs> yeah. 88. Yo, wasn't that the, there was a Rodney King? The Rodney King one is the one I know of. So. Isn't, it, isn't it funny how history repeats itself? It's so sad. And you know what? Um, I read something. It said racism is not getting worse, it's getting filmed. Correct. Yes. Will Smith. You know? Yeah. And that's where I was like, you know what? That is so true. Because not everybody recorded it. Like, luckily, when the Rodney King thing happened, somebody was nosy enough to look outside the window and see it and film it, right. you know? Um, but now it's, I see people antagonizing law enforcement and I see both sides because my husband is law enforcement. So he tells me the good side, the bad side, you know, there are a lot of crooked cops out there and that's what we, what we need to get rid of. Right. You know, yeah. so that's where I'm like, I see both sides. My family sends me stuff like, oh, what does he feel about this? How about this? And I'm like, he's against it. Like, just because he's law enforcement, that, like, that's a disgrace to the badge, to everybody. You know, so, like, not all cops are the same. That's, you know, they're you know. One, one bad apple. Eight, oh, yeah. It, it's, it's fact today. If you ever have rotten fruit in your refrigerator, mm -hmm. all good fruit, and you put that rotten fruit in there... The rest of it's rotten. Yeah. What happens is these bad cops get to blend in with these good cops. And some good cops do stand up and try to make a difference. And what happens to them, they're fired. Then they're targeted by their other officers. Yeah, targeted. And it's like, it's why are you targeting a man that's trying to get this bad guy out of here? Because guess what? When he goes over the edge and does something crazy... That's a bad mark on our department, yeah. on the rest of us. Now we're targeted. Hey, listen, yeah, I'm with NYPD District 13. I wasn't a bad guy that killed this guy in District 13. I just know of him. I seen my work with him. Right. But now my district is targeted. Right. Mm -hmm. Now every cop that is from District 13 is all racist, and and they kill you know they kill people and all that stuff. It's, yeah. You know, it's just it's just it's I got friends and I got family Me that too. are police and, and law enforcement, so it's like you 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 see both sides. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is I, I can tell you what the problem is. One of the problems, because <laughs> I don't got all the answers. Why not look at the guy, uh, I think his name was Tong Tao. I, I, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but the guy just kind of trying to keep people back from, from, from... Oh, yeah, that fucker's got to go. Exactly. So I always put myself in that position. Like, what would I do in that situation? Instead of saying, hey, y'all, back up. Hey, he's trying to kill that guy. He's going to kill that guy. He he's can't breathe, this and that. Yeah, but you got to back up. I'm going to go over there and talk to the guy. Hey, yo, he... We got him cuffed. He's on his he's on his back. Yeah. There's two other officers on the back of him. You don't need to do this. And if he would say something to me, I would probably push him off. Yeah. Why would now he's an accessory? Just do something. 
Yeah, yep, that's pretty, my point. Because I'm pretty sure all oh, these guys got ears in the force and everybody's scared of them. I'll beat them. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Because then it yeah. gets into that, and I don't even want it to be like that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, it's. it's I mean, it's, we, it's, we getting down, we get kind of down with all of this, but uh, like I, I just felt like it needed to be talked about because there's so much going on, there's so much on our social media feed. Now, what do you think about the fact that? Because I, I saw a couple videos that were kind of proving this point that they're sending like uh, plants, like plants to incite these riots. And uh, get you know start the violent acts so that we can start going crazy. I don't even know. I all I know is it's making us look bad as a country. On top of doing dealing with all this corona and you know every country trying to take care of itself, and then now we're tearing ourselves down. So I don't even know about that that's going on right now. I'm kind of really over it because I'm like oh, this place is disgusting now. It's becoming a disgusting world. And I'm not one to be like super religious, but I think God's like, Hey, you guys are doing a good job of killing yourselves off. Mm. So <laughs> like, I don't need to do it. You guys are doing a damn good job of it. That's been their so. plan all along though. That's what they, when they bring drugs into the country, let them kill themselves over it. When it comes to guns and stuff, yeah, we're going to put these in, bring these in the country and let them kill themselves with them. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, been, doing a good the job. Whole, that's been the whole objective. Drugs, everything. Put it off on them. Just give it to them. They're gonna destroy themselves anyway with it. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of animals. A lot, a lot, a lot of craziness going on. I, I just felt like we needed to talk about it. Even if we spent twenty minutes on there, even if we spent twenty minutes on there or whatever, I feel like we needed to talk about it. It's very important. I, I like our topic, but it was very important to at least touch on this. It is. And I mean, even if it's just one person's opinion or a million people's opinion, but it needs to get out there. Not everybody has the same views, but maybe you can open your eyes to other people's views, too. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. But to move from that, unless anybody else got something to add. Let's do it. Anything to add? <laughs> OK. Um, so obnoxious goddess yes um you have your own podcast don't you i do i have my own podcast and i long story with that it was going to be a dual show and ended up being just me but now i teamed up with a partner and i have another show called cheese man cocktails and we displayed every saturday um any time of topic topic that you want to discuss we discuss and basically it's the whole thing for my podcast is to talk about things that people are too embarrassed to say. They want to say, they just don't know how to get it out there. They don't know how their people are going to view them. And me, I'm like, fuck it. All goes. So okay. <laughs> if people want to talk about steaming their vaginas and balls, we're going to talk about it. People want to talk about keep poop with your significant other in the same room, you know, like going to the bathroom, taking a shower together. Like, talk about it you know some people are against certain things um like couples and privacy how much privacy are you allowed you know so just so anything out there goes if i don't know i like to ask people about it um next month is pride month and i definitely want to get uh gay couples on there because i don't know the dynamics of gay relationships like who asks who out who pays for what meals you know what I mean? Like in a straight relationship, the man is supposed to, or whoever asks who else is, should be the one to pay for the date, okay. you know? And I want to know what it's like in a gay dynamic. So that's going to be on our show next month. Okay. So. Uh, yeah. I want to solve one thing for you though. Mm -hmm. I've been married for uh, about nine years, been with my wife for 
what was it like maybe 17 something, something like that nice and she will never see me poop <laughs> it's interesting. It's just it just will never happen. It's weird. Um, Is it because she doesn't want to, or you don't want her to? She she's tried because she's weird. So she's tried to oh, gotcha. come in. Right. She's tried to come in there when I was doing it, and I'm like, nah. I will get up and wipe so fast, it'll, so, make, it'll make your head spin. So, <laughs> so what you're done. saying is, yeah, it'll, it'll turn her head poking out. You wipe it. a turd right off. Yo, so if you have to go really bad, and she's going to the shower, you're not going. To I the will bathroom. go to. I will go somewhere else. <laughs> And that's why I always make sure I have two bathrooms in my house. Period. That's two bathrooms in the life right? If I gotta go, I'm going. I'm going. Dre told me a story when they was together at one time. They only had one bathroom, and he got the shit so bad he went to the gas station up the block. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. So, 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 so I've never told Did you, you that story. Did you run? Because another weird thing—not to make this about poop—but another weird thing about me is I do not poop in public places. You're like I, a cat. You have to be in your own home. I have to be in my own home. Uh, I was a teenager. And I took a class at a university. I took a, um, I was in a program at a, a university out here called Cheney University, uh, where you had to stay up there and you go home on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Whoa, dog, don't tell me you held that in the whole weekend. Oh, I'm gonna no. be real with you. I held that was the all weekend you week. you went to the bathroom. The dude slid underneath your stall nah. and looked up at you, right? Well, I, held it, I held it all week, and then went to the bathroom on the weekends. I'm pretty sure that's why I don't poop right today. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm pretty sure. My husband's very open. I mean, there's no closed doors in this house. So, oh, wow. or he'll be like handling business. It's like, babe, come here, let me show you something. I'm like, mm, I can wait. Like, you know, <laughs> put your phone down, text it to me, screenshot it, whatever you got to do. Like, uh, no, but, but when I'm going to the bathroom, oh yeah, if the conversation's good, he's going to follow me in there. And I'm like, really? It's you know. a hell of a conversation. Yeah. I, can't even, I gotta go, my girl. There's no doors that are able to be locked in my house. I can unlock them all. So if she goes, if she's in there taking a shower, or something I gotta go. I will unlock the door and go to the bathroom. And she, there's been there's been times where she's been scared because she'll look out of the shower and I'll be there looking at her like, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. No, like, what is that smell? Don't the smell. I've got really good soap, so it's hard to. It's like, nah, Something? Nah, Toast House is pretty bad. No. You know. Somebody burn roadkill in the air. Light a match, dude. Light a match. Yeah, that doesn't work. It just smells like fire and fart. Uh, yeah. yeah, let's. let's yeah. Go but yeah, if ever anything that you guys want to discuss, get a female's opinion on. I would love to have you guys on the show. So. Hey, let's. Hey, that'd be A hundred percent. Yeah. Just to let you know, a hundred percent. We've been looking for the female perspective for a while. Yeah. Can't let three men just go off and start. Well, our imaginations are too weird. Yes. Yes. We got called out yes. plenty of times because we don't. You know. Oh, and before we get into something, I definitely started watching the show you told me to watch. I think you told me to watch it, uh, Dave. Oh, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and I fucks with it. Funny <laughs> show. I like Little Dicky before, but this gives me a whole new insight. A Little Dicky that's fucking hilarious, yeah. and hopefully. They will make another season. Top rated show or top comedy on FXX? Yeah. Yes, uh, it's, it's up there on Hulu too. That shit, that shit is funny. And then they've they've got some appearances from some rappers like Young Thug and Gunna and YG and shit. How it plays in the storyline is kind of funny. Everybody's got their own little purpose. Quavo's making his way into the acting world now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was on that one. He's on Blackish. Um, what else? I forgot what else. But yeah, he's he's making his way into the acting scene. I've seen him on Blackish. There he wasn't should. much acting. Or him just being him. <laughs> yeah, he was just there. Guys who get the bug, though. If you get the bug, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they and they people want to see you. It takes a lot to get your own show. It does. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it does. They got. I, I was I was surprised that little Dicky got a show because I wouldn't have thought that. But I'm very glad that he did because that shit's fucking hilarious. He's a funny guy. He yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, he's always yeah. been funny, but I just you know just something that, it, it blindsided me honestly, TV wise. You, you see the the <laughs> Kim and Chris Brown's video? Yeah, of course. That's how I knew like yeah. this dude. <laughs> when I seen him do that, and when I seen the show, and then I thought about that, and I was like, oh. Okay, that's how. I, yeah, that makes sense now. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to get that out there I, I, before I forgot. All right, then. So uh, let's move on, fellas. Maybe we gotta wear a topic today. I'm gonna put my Power 99 voice on. Uh, you're a smooth jazz. <laughs> okay, okay. Nah, it's, uh, today's topic, man. It's pretty much a, 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 every guy or woman in a relationship have been here in this point. It's pretty much called Are You Finished or Are You Done? Are you finished or are you done? That means pretty much like your relationship, how I describe this is your relationship has ran its course. And now you're just at the point where you're just looking at this person like, why Why am I here? Why haven't (laughs) I left yet? I'm no longer happy. Like, I am at my freaking limit. I should have been left. For me, it's like, why are you here? Why haven't you left yet? <laughs> Why are you drinking that's my fucking juice? mean. Why that's are you so breathing mean. my air? Those are my snacks. So, <laughs> that's mean. So, so and I'd be like, every time you wipe your ass, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to, I'd have to leave. I'm telling you. Okay. So I'm taking these what, baby wipes too. <laughs> so, so what does we're gonna talk about that later? Yeah. I'm, shit. So what does that mean to everybody? Like, I know somebody. You know, when you're done, what does it mean? Like, you, you know, like you're over this person or you just want to leave, give you a little space, a little breather? Do you want to out of your house, out of your life? Do you hope this person falls off I guess it depends on the severity of the situation at hand. Yeah, if there's right. kids involved, sometimes you have to sacrifice it for the normality for your kid's life. Um, other times, comfort. Mm. You know, some people are comfortable with being treated like shit and don't know when to give up um from a woman's point me guilty of that situation I am a hopeless romantic so I have with my ex-husband I was with him for 12 years of my life and he was abusive he was cheating he was a liar just everything the entire time but me being naive that I was like no 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 he'll change he'll change and he does love me he does want me and Yeah, it was stupid. But um, I stayed in hopes that he would change. I stayed in hopes to be like, look at me. I am the good choice. Stop cheating on me. You know, but I wouldn't trade what I went through with him for the lessons that I learned. You know, I didn't understand my self-worth. I didn't understand self-respect. You know, I didn't understand that you don't need to be cheated on. You don't need to be treated. You don't need to stay in a relationship because... You, I, my parents are still together almost 50 years, so I don't know divorce life. I don't know two homes. I don't know that. So I feel like once you're married, that's it. I had old school values, but thank God that I fucking left that situation, you know, cause it just, he mind fucked me so bad that 
I, I, that was part of me staying that I was just so mind fucked. And even though he was like, you need to get out, you need to get out. I was like, no, I get my mail here. You can't kick me out. You know, and I stayed and there was women in my bed, you know, like I'd go away for a weekend, come home early and there's women in my bed that he's fucking. Damn. Yeah. And I still stayed because I was so stupid at the time. So what is it? It just means like people just don't know when to, when to let go. And the good thing is the best advice I got was from his mother, my ex-mother-in-law. She said, when you're full, you'll push away from the table. And at first I didn't know what that meant. And until I got to the point that I was like, you know what? This is too pretty to keep getting beat on. I'm done. Absolutely. You know, and I would go to work with black eyes and fucking bruises all over my face. And my doctors were like, what the fuck happened to you? And I'm like, "Hmm, shit happens, you know, and that's how I would take it. And yeah, I just, my, my finishing point was I just cried and I was like, either I prayed and I was like, either give me the strength to stop crying and just deal with it or give me the strength to leave. I left and never looked back. And that was the best thing I've ever done. Listen, absolutely. Also, I'm happy for you. Thank you. And I've been in a great relationship for the past 10 years. That's dope. Yeah. And they always say, after you go through, if one door isn't opening up for you, you go through another door, you're going to find what you're looking for. You can't yeah. get through that door, you go through the window. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to figure the fuck out. You know what well, I mean? Nothing could be worse than that relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and that's yeah. true, though. I mean, it's, sometimes it's hard for you to see. It is. Uh, you, might, you might think that people tell you, like, oh, you think it's greener on the other side. And, and when you get stuck in a relationship, you're like, well, damn, I could leave this relationship. And something could be even worse, you know what I mean, than what I go yeah. through now. Right. But yeah. you'll, never, you'll never know if you can fly if you never take that leap. Yeah. I mean, mean, and it wasn't like a smooth transition of just leaving. It was like ups and downs. I was so dependent on him financially, mentally, emotionally. So when I left, it was a big shock. I was like, fuck it. I'm free. I'm finally free of him. I became like the biggest whore out there. I was just like banging everything that I was in sight and uh, you know, I get it out. Right? Like, oh, I've been, I've been locked you. down for so long. I put you. It's like it's like if you've been eating vanilla ice cream all your life, and then you go to Baskin Robbins, and they got mm-hmm. thirty-one flavors, dipping in and out like, all day. Let me get a little devil. Let me get a little devil. Let me get a little chocolate. See, a, a lot of people cream. think that it's just men that do that. Mm-mm. Women will not unleash their inner horror, at least not even talk about it. I was no, like, no, no. We, I mean, we know some women who, who I unleash my beast. There were sometimes, <laughs> and they are not ashamed. I mean, listen. The one thing I've learned is that. Me growing up, when we were younger and we were talking about women the way we were talking about women, we were really, they were really the same as us then. When we were younger, they we were just worse. Yeah, they were worse. Either. But but the way we because we get descriptive we, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Talk about ball hair. Man bush. We was the same thing. You know what I mean? So at this point in age, it's like when you look back on it, it's like, oh, you're just trying to get your shit off. Everybody's been there. That's it, yeah. People don't talk about how men do it, because I'm going to tell you this. Uh, when I'm, I don't know about, obviously not being abused, but like going to, like going into a breakup, you want to live your best life. You want to be like, all right, let me just go out there and experience life. I wasn't able to. Let me experience it. Yeah. And it's fun sometimes. It's fun. Were you guys ever in a relationship where you couldn't get the girl out? Where she's like, no, I ain't leaving. 
shit. We've been breaking up. <laughs> no, I've been there. I, I have. I had. I had a person I was leaving, and I told her I was leaving, but I just had to stay there one more night. My stuff was getting packed up, and I literally, she was like, "You're not gonna leave me." I was like, "Yes, I am." She's like, "You sit the fuck down." <laughs> I had to literally hide every knife I can find, sharp object, blunt object I can find in this girl house. I did not go to sleep that night. She literally stared at me <laughs> as I looked at the ceiling. She literally stared at me, and I could feel the hole being burnt in my I head. I need a skit of that. I and I'm saying to myself, if I even close my eyes for a second, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> every time every time you blink, she got a little closer. You blink your eyes, she was there. Blink again, she was right in front of you. <laughs> Like, <laughs> to go get out the bed. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Like, we're, yo, she I swear, she, she went moved. to the bathroom I, with you. I went cry. When she moved, I was like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like most ghost of Mario. Whenever we turned his back, he was like, "Look back at the mama." I'm like, "Where you going?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so fucking nervous, but I was done. At that point, I was done. And the reason I was done, I was going through something, man. I couldn't realize the person was crazy. <laughs> I was going through so much. My grandfather had just died, uh, which was like, my grandfather was everything to me. He was like my father. He was in the process of, you know, before he passed away, he was going, he was very sick, and he was in the process of dying. And the chick I was with, I was Ben had, he was like, I need to leave. And I wouldn't leave. I just kept staying around. It was just sex and all that other shit. It was cool. And That's one thing that, that does keep people like my ex-husband and I had a great sexual connection and that's why it was hard to leave because every time he fucked up, he would just come back and, you know, stigmatize me and, you know, and it's just like, I was so stupid. That. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit is dangerous. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would, I would definitely be like, oh, okay, you didn't mean it, you know? And that's why now all these young girls, when I see if they're in, shitty relationships i'm like it is so easy to leave just pack your shit and go start over i left with nothing i did i had a few pairs of clothes and that was it like a few outfits and that was it i was like just just let me go my divorce i didn't fight for shit i was like just let me go that was it but after 12 years of just being treated like shit i was like i can't no more you know and i and i had other relationships i broke hearts i've been treated like shit you know and i'm just like i'm done I'm done. Now that I'm stable, this is like the most stable relationship I've been in. I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't had to make a move, make a run. I haven't had to pack my shit. That's how it's you know. supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and it, I'm like, this is nice. So, yeah, sometimes it's scary because I'm like, I don't, I don't want it to end. You know, like it, it just my, you know, my past haunts me sometimes. The other but, shoe is not going to drop. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, you're put good. Put in a box and put it up. <laughs> you're good. So, yeah, so, you know, the transition, transition from that, I'm guessing there's range of emotion people go through. I know the emotions I was going through when I was there. I'm like, like, I can't stand this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, I would come home when I was done with a person, like, I'm at the point of being done. I would sit in my car and literally look at my front door. Oh, man. Every man has been there, probably every woman too. Which I'm looking at my door <laughs> saying, Do I really want to go in this house? Is there somebody I can call or house I can go to right now that's yep. up? Yep. You gotta go stay there for a few hours 
and bug the shit out of them before I walk in this fucking door. Like, I don't I even have to be living together. They could call your phone and you see their name on the phone and be like, Ugh. <laughs> I'm not trying to answer this. Now, have you guys been in a situation where you were broken up with and you're like, wait, why? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that, that usually involves, a, and, and forgive me, we talk like this, another man's penis. Yeah, normally. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's on, on my side. And I, I was a kid. Just, just women being like the ones like, why are we being broken up with? You know, it's, it's got to be the guys too. But you guys don't show emotions the way we do. No, we show. No, we show. By ourselves. You, we're going to tell you, I'm going to put this out there. We do show emotion, but it's like we're in the world is like, hey, fucker, I don't care. Everybody sees us, but we're at home. We're probably fucking crying, crying. Uh, looking at looking at <laughs> four walls, no TV on, stalking you. No Call of Duty? One song that played that remind you of some dumb shit that happened, you were like, oh, man. Here it goes again. Here it goes again. <laughs> Reminiscing. Like, I listen, I don't know how many times I had a girl break up with me. I literally would come home and just wouldn't turn the TV on, would just sit in the fucking room from when it got from light till it got dark. I'm just literally. How many times does that happen? You say you can't count? I can't. I happened once. And it was kind of my fault. It was kind of my fault. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker really left me. Like, what am I going to do? Like, what made her done? Like, no. Like I don't know nobody. I had she was everything to me, but now I'm sitting here, lonely as shit, looking at these walls. <laughs> I don't want to talk to nobody, but nobody ever called me. I want people to check up on me, but don't call me. Know <laughs> like, that I'm okay, but just don't ask me. Don't yeah. call me, please, please. I listen. I want somebody. Like you're not the one I want to call me. It's her who wants to call me and say, "Listen, mm-hmm. let's make it better." Now, I, I go. I go into stalk mode. Uh, maybe maybe you could tell me if you ever been in that situation. I go into stalk mode fast, and 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 I don't mean real stalking. I mean mm-hmm. like when the social media age is around. It's like all right, let me see what you're doing. Let me see mm-hmm. what you're doing. Oh, she posted that picture. Oh, she having fun. You ain't supposed to have fucking fun. What you doing having fun? <laughs> we supposed to have fun together. You ain't supposed to be fun without me. <laughs> never, never. You're supposed to be just as miserable as just I as am. Just as miserable right as me, even though you broke up with thinking me. Thinking about the times that we shared, bitch. <laughs> even though you broke up with me, you're supposed to be miserable too. Okay. And then, and then what do you do? You try to find something fun to do so you can post a picture of your damn so Like, bitch, you ain't the only one that got fun. Told you, uh-huh. we have fun together. We're different not that. Not. What you're doing. No. You're posing. You're posing. Nah, not fun. Fraudulent the whole time. Then what you're doing, you like, let me post this. Yeah. Oh, man. She looked like she's still having a better Woman, do. I, I had a standing gym membership for about 20 years just to be able to go back to the gym when we break up. <laughs> just a standing gym membership. Oh, you're back again? Oh, okay. Jay Single. <laughs> He's back. Nah, but, the, but believe in a person, that is like, the emotion that is the best feeling in the world when you're done and you leave and you're like oh my god you ever stalk anybody who me no oh. <sighs> I, I, know, I know all your I know your secrets <laughs> I want to say yes yes yeah. I've looked up exes Mm-hmm. Now that I'm mature and I'm happy I was like maybe I should apologize to these motherfuckers that I hurt and then I was like nah fuck them 
you know, because if I can't find you right away, I'm like, nah, fuck it. I don't need to say shit to you. So no, it's, it's been like two decades. So fuck it. Oh, man. But I was going through a period in my life where, you know, I, I found my Zen and I was meditating and I was peaceful. And even my girlfriends were like, are you fucking medicated? You know, but I just I'm got it. Right? Oh. <laughs> I'm digmatized. So. <laughs> what you say? What you say? You said I'm digmatized. That's <laughs> when you get that good dick and it just, and nothing else in the world just matters. Yeah, that, that, okay. We get like that, you know? You know when you guys get some good stuff and you're like, oh, yeah. Like, on a cloud. Yeah, seriously. They're usually, they're usually the ones who don't become our girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones that I stalk. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh, they give it to you good and you just let them know you got some good pussy. He's like, Guess what? You met all, me. You gotcha. like different trash. I'll never tell her. You'll never tell. Why would I tell you? You don't know. You know already. You should know. You say, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you're hitting, you like, oh, fuck. See, so you, oh, know you know how good it was is right when you're done, how they lay in position. If they're like kind of sitting up, then you're like, mm, okay. But if they're laying down exhausted, we're like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah, see, they know. <laughs> that's the trick. Yeah, that's what you time. know. Even so. I can't feel my legs, just sit up every time. Like, Jay gonna be sitting up. Just try to balance. All the power you can, just that little twitch in the leg, jump all of it together. If she's really skilled, she'll see the twitch. <laughs> <laughs> she'll sense it. Like, but, uh, that's, yeah, but, so, so, yeah. TM my, but like the other day, on the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my husband did this this weird side lay, like we're good, and I'm like, the fuck you laying like that? I was like, mm, okay, whatever. Next time, I'll only give you five minutes instead of seven. So, <laughs> nah, 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 give me the whole I, seven. I obviously didn't hear you out this time, so. <laughs> And then, when, and then when he thinks it's over, then you keep going and fuck his whole head up. Like, ah, <laughs> that. You, are, you are the devil if you do that. Fuck his whole head up. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and, and let me tell you how you know you got him. If he jumped back in that motherfucker after, after, you know what I'm saying? Not to get graphic, but if he jumped back in that motherfucker and it's keep a, going, yeah, it's a wrap. You got, a wrap. Yeah, you got him. It's called the hook line and stinker. <laughs> if I could walk off this room. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what what emotion have y'all guys going emotions like like me staring at the door like what emotion like y'all know y'all been over somebody and y'all like you know what this fucking I, asshole I think because uh, the, the question is what emotions do you go through for me if I'm done it's lack of emotion yeah and, when you get when you turn numb to some somebody yes it, you're done right that's 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 oh, for yeah. me some, sometimes it became competition for me like oh. Oh, you think he's going to find better? Let's uh, now. Now that I got some eyes. Let's see. <laughs> you look like you're doing worse than I am. Well, that's when it's done. That's when is that the lucky on you? You're talking about you're still oh, in the relationship before you walk out the door. Like, like I said, I'll be numb. Sometimes no. I'll just be like well, going through the motions. Like, you know what? I'm already plotting my next move in my head. Like, uh, this is just. I'm probably more irritated. Yes. I'm irritated that I'm in this position with you. I feel like there's been a lot of time wasted. And um, I feel like you're just a silly, silly bitch at that point. You're just a silly bitch. Silly goose. I'm irritated with you. Yeah. yeah. Trying to figure out where to, where, where, what to do next because this is it. Yeah. And it'll so how do you guys tell a girl that you're done? Are you guys one of those or oh, the, the soft, like, you know what, this ain't working? Are you like, you know, bitch, I can't do this. You want to hear a funny one? I, I actually, she came home and my shit was completely gone. 
I've done that. <laughs> I hate Houdini on this hoe. <laughs> like, figure out why you don't see a fucking thing that belongs uh, that belongs to me in this house at all. Besides dust marks where they were. Resemble, resemble my shit. She's still looking for him right now. Where like, the hell he went? I Houdini. There's got to be a sock somewhere. <laughs> I literally had my like. I'm, what was that? The the total video where he came home and all that shit was all gone. Yeah, he started going crazy. <laughs> You like, Kevin, you took the goddamn Fruit Loops? <laughs> no, I just, I just bounced. Kevin, I had that's all Kevin do. do. I had my shit plotted. Kevin, you took the fruit. Oh, my God, he took the tea. She the bags do. of tea. Like, I, I, I can't believe her one. I've done that, or I just tell like, look, man, I'm done. Like, I, well, what? You know, the thing with y'all females, we tell y'all it's over. Y'all want to convince us to say so bad. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. get off of me. Oh, just have sex one more time. No. Oh, that's because they try to hit that. Yeah. They mm-hmm. try to hit you with that just to see if you're going to lay down or not. <laughs> one last time, baby. Just one last time. Like, you may do it a few I've times and you, you know, stay. I'm like, no, no. I've done it last time and it, it was the last time. Like, oh, okay. Was there a trap baby out of it? Then you got to give them the max out. And then when you're done for the last time, like, and that'll be the last time you'll ever receive the last You announced that? You announced that to her? <laughs> this is the last time. Let's just put it here. This is the last time. No more. Goody shop closed. <laughs> Good luck masturbating. <laughs> I, I, Thinking I, about this. I would <laughs> I would probably say the lack of like when I'm if I'm numb, I'm a little bit I'm not really like I get annoyed about shit, but more like I'll put it in a fucking box somewhere as far as my myself. Like, if I get annoyed, I'm just like, whatever. She talking to you about what? Whatever, yo. A word? They killed your, they killed your cousin? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what did he do? Nah, They'll be like, I love you. Oh, word? That dude tried to talk to you? You should probably call him. <laughs> like, it's just nothing really affects you until they get the point most of the time. Yeah. You hope they just leave on their own. You hope they just leave on their own. That's I think that's what the numb shit do. Nah, I don't so, like going through that phase because with the numb phase, then they still talking to you, and it's, and then my irritation level the arises even more. Yeah. Nah, I like the I like the point to be gotten to the point. Like, all right, this ain't working. We out of here, and that's it. Because then, if you have to prolong the inevitable, like now you, you know, what I mean, y'all, y'all still together, y'all still staying together, or y'all work together, or you know, they, you, she trying well, to pick a conversation. All that shit is is gonna make it even worse. Mm. You know, what I mean, down the line, it's gonna make it not necessarily harder for you to leave, but an even worse breakup. Or you know, what I mean, yeah. Now y'all, now y'all, y'all. Fucking it's tough to live with someone when you're completely numb. Say it again. It's tough to live in the same household. Like the last few months with my ex-husband. So long story short, we met in Vegas. We're in Vegas forever. Moved to Chicago to work on our marriage as he got a better job. And so we still owned our house in Vegas. So by the time I got to Chicago, he went a month ahead. He already had a girlfriend lined up and I was his wife. Um, so by the time I got there, I found out about her and I'm like, what the fuck? I could have just stayed, you know, like, why the fuck did you make me come out here? So anyway, he was struggling to pay the rent and all the bills and still our mortgage. And he's like, I need help. I'm drowning here. I'm like, well, you should get a second job then. 
you know, like I just got to that point and then we would fight and he was the one that would always cry suicide. Like, Oh, I'm just going to kill myself. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you about two hours. I'm going to take the kids and then just go handle your shit. You know, <laughs> like it, it got to that point. <laughs> Yo, I have a story like that. When I said I hit all the knives, like she would fake seizures and I would feel so bad. I'll be calling the ambulance and shit. The last time she did that shit, and I was done, I looked at her and said, bitch, you're going to die today. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm your own tongue. to sleep. Like, you're going to die. You're going to die today if you have a seizure. I don't know how I would deal with that. You she will fake a seizure. Day. I said, bitch, you're going to die today. You see this, this seizure for real. You're going to die today. You, you had gonna, the real Michael You J. are going to turn blue in this motherfucker. <laughs> you're going to turn blue. When they find you, gonna be fucking blue. She looked like blue. she was in a P. Diddy and Mace video. Yeah. <laughs> what? All of shaking throughout that. <laughs> All right. All right. No disrespect to anybody. Take this who, money. Take this money. No disrespect yeah. to anybody who has went through that because I think that you can push a, a person can be pushed to that point, especially if they're not mentally stable. Yeah. But that's that's if crazy. you keep threatening, if I'm done with you, yeah. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to call an ambulance, but I'm going to leave. So when they I'm come a, here, yeah. I'm going to leave the door open for them so they can just come Bro, right in and get I, to work. I literally sat there in that bed and I watched her do this fake ass seizure shit and I just stood and You're like, you done yet? Yeah, I think she's poor cold she water all over. Like, like she stopped breathing. Nah, bro. And I wanted to see how long she could stop breathing for. Next thing you know, you took this big gas of air like, nah. Boy, your ass came back to life, I see. Kev, <laughs> nah, Kev, 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 told, me, he, this, Kev told me a story where he said she did that because she used to do that all the time. This is like, it might have been right after or it might have been during. And he said that she would like do it, she would be on the bed, be on the bed and do a seizure joint. Just, and then, <laughs> and then she would stop. Start again? No, no, let Jerry tell him this. And then she would stop. So I guess he used to be like, go over to her and all this stuff. And they said the last time where it just got to be too much, she did that and she stopped. And this nigga turned the lights off and just walks out the room. <laughs> walks out the room. <laughs> like, I said, oh, you cold. <laughs> in this mirror. Oh, you cold. Your nose. At that point, I was done in a relationship. I just couldn't take it anymore. I said, you know what? This is your way of always keeping me here and I want to leave. Listen, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna get charged for murder. You just fucking croaked out. I'm not gonna yeah. get charged for murder. How many times have you I, I know nothing. Relationship. A lot. Like it. It didn't start happening until I wanted to leave the relationship. Did it happen yeah. more than you can count on one hand? It happened. It happened. No, it happened on enough. It happened like four times. And I, every time I got so scared and paranoid, I didn't know. I'm like, oh, she really have seizures. She's telling me I have seizures and all this and these attacks. So I'm nervous. I'm trying to get her breathing. I'm calling the cops, ambulance, oh, and all this. Okay. I'm going through this shit. So she told you that shit before y'all was like, no, Kev, she no, let you know that no, no, like no, no, that ain't nobody prepared, prepared me for shit. I well, just, she's doing I that to stopped. see how much you care, to yeah, see if you're I, gonna take care of her, and yeah, yeah, I'm stepping over her. Stop, <laughs> She went through the seizure. I was like, oh my gosh, I'll stay. You know, I didn't want you to go through this. I, you know, that's that's just horrible. <laughs> But when I was done, I knew I was done. Did I trigger your seizure? I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you think about it medically, yeah, she was just tripping. It's yeah, like, wait a minute, you you're mad at me, so you're going to have a seizure. Because I have, I have a friend. He's 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 a good friend of mine who's gone through seizures, and 
he's had his shoulders broken from that shit. You know what I mean? From going through season a seizure, and that's my dog. And I mean, good to see him doing great at this point in his life, but. That's disrespectful to the people who really do have to go through that uh, shit bro, because listen, they don't yeah. want to go through that I shit. I used to have, when I was a kid, I used to have seizures. My mom, when I would get to, when I used to cry, like they wouldn't want to make me upset, I would cry, I would stop breathing. Not on my own, but I couldn't breathe. This is when I was a kid. So I went through seizures as a kid. So I, I experienced this before. So I knew how dangerous this shit can be. But by the fourth time, I, by the fourth time I realized this is a fucking scam. So the very last time she did it. Oh, you're talking about her now. I her, I'm talking, talking about her. Now. No, I wasn't. I'm talking about her. Like, I know what a seizure is. But okay. I realized I was getting scammed by her. So the, the final time she did it, <laughs> I literally watched this motherfucker, like he said, shake and then stop breathing. And I proceeded to leave. Like, I don't give a fuck. They will find you blue this motherfucker. You don't breathe. <laughs> No. That's some good acting because making a seizure it's like a little embarrassing on the acting side. <laughs> so. See, she did not give a fuck. She was crazy. She was, oh I don't wish nothing bad. I don't wish nothing bad on this person, but she was crazy. But it was just she was so crazy. We was having so many issues. I was like, I am done. Like I have to get out of this shit. And that's yeah. the person. Like I said, the person that came home to my shit magically, deliciously gone was her. Yo. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> Did you just lucky charms your way out of the crib? <laughs> now, now back to being sound effects. <laughs> back to being done. It's not just relationships though, because you can do that with your friends too. Like I reached the level in of friendship with a really good friend of mine and I've let her go because our communication was only one sided for like the past two years. You know, so with that, I mean, and it was nothing. We never had a falling out. It's just I got tired of reaching out all the time to my girlfriend. And every time that we would talk, it was something negative about her life, her relationship, whatever she was going through. And I'm like, dude, can you just have a positive conversation one day? You know, and so I just reached a point in our friendship that I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I, I can't do this no more. You know, and it does feel like a breakup still, but it's. Like, I think you can, you can be done in friendships with your family, with relationships, just any kind of situation, you know? So, cause I know we've been just talking about relationship stuff, but have you guys ever had a falling out with your friends? Yeah. Well, that, well I, I have fallouts with family and then like, this is a good segue to the next topic we've been leading up to that. Me being done with a person who was just like, this person was always fucking negative. And I'm like, you know what? She do negative shit. She, you shit, they, this person shits on people, and you will always forgive it because you're like, oh, that's just the way they are. Yeah, that's not an excuse. One time, this person just took it, just just took it. This time, just took it way too far, just overstepped their boundaries. And I'm like, you know what? You're my family. I don't wish no bad on you. I wish you the best. I love you. I care for you. Whatever. But I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. I don't deal with you. Don't say shit to me. Keep it going the other way. Oh, everything in life you you want that you get and you achieve it. I hope you come become a better person. But I'm done with you. Don't. We're done. And yeah. So I've been there. Like, and it was just because they were just a fucked up person. It was just a shitty person. They were just shitty. Everything they did to people was shitty. Backstabbing. You know, 
conniving, scheme and plot, and it's just a horrible person. But you're their family, so you're like, you know what? This is my such and such. This is family. Like you think you're supposed to be there for family, thick and thin. But you, I was like, I'm nope. gonna cut you the fuck off. Like, I, oh, I've I, cut I, my sister off. <laughs> my sister, my sister and I, we we're seven years apart. She's seven years younger, and she's just a shitty individual. Like. She just came out the womb angry. You can't tell her anything because then she gets defensive and wants to fight. Like, we fist fight all the time. And I'm fucking 40. The last time I fist fight her, I think it was like five years ago. You know, but she just gets riled up to that point. But she knows how to get under my skin and just act ignorant. And just to shut her up, I just got to hit her in her mouth. You know, so. But with her, I'm like completely numb, completely shut off to her. That when she had this suicide attempt her boyfriend at the time called me he was like I don't know how to get a hold of your parents you know so I was like all right let me call my mom and I was like hey mom she's in the hospital because she tried to kill herself and then it just hung up <laughs> but I was like I think my parents should know what's going on but yet she got mad at me for her boyfriend reaching out I was like how does he have your number and I'm like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> wow. you tried to kill yourself over your relationship but you're mad that he, I'm the only name in your phone that he recognizes, so he reached out to the family. But with her, she's just so ignorant that I just, I can't deal with her. So I had to like just cut her off, cut her off from my kids. She's just a toxic person, and I don't need that in my life. You know, I've reached the level of peace in my life that I'm like, I don't need nobody toxic, nobody negative. If you're not here to stimulate my mind, be on my side with everything that I got going on, I can't fuck with you. That's fair. Yeah. And that's why I feel like my circle, I'm losing friends, but I'm really just reevaluating my friendships. So my, my circle of friends is really small and really tight, like a butthole. So. It's an interesting way to put it. Uh, I've never seen another fun fact on Opinionated Podcast. You guys had what events lead it up to you people like you guys saying, you know what? I'm fucking done. Like, you know, like this is it. Insecurity. That's that's a that's a major issue. Insecurity. I can I can only tell you that you're great for so long. You know what I'm saying? And and you know what I mean? If you don't if you don't get it, you never you know what I'm saying? It. And then Yeah. It's it's so many things that go with insecurities though. Not just about looks, it's like yeah. it's it's other things that go with it too. I'm talking, that's a strong yeah, within thing. a relationship, within yourself, within what we're building. Thinking you know you're cheating mean? or something yeah, like that. Yeah, anything like that. It's just yeah. after a while it all starts to combine, you know what I mean? And you just kinda get tired of feeling like you have to look over your shoulder for something that you either ain't even worried about doing or if you you want like you I know you've been in situations where like damn if I feel like I'm gonna get <laughs> you got a kid there you go right there. <laughs> put, it, put it on your chin you can back it up. <laughs> sorry. you don't need to put it on your chin it loud as hell. I'm sorry That's I was trying to be shit. I was trying to be incognito but we need hotel mics but we can't yeah. afford them yeah it's no, all like bucks. I can I can we'll talk about <laughs> that yeah that's yeah, twenty bucks we can definitely afford yeah. But um yeah, like if you're gonna say I'm doing something or you're gonna if you're gonna insinuate something, I might as well be doing what you think I'm doing instead of me. Wow, you fighting. Fighting. gonna go cheat? 
Nah, that's how that's how you no, feel. Though. Like, like, yo, I might as well be doing. You know what I mean? Because like, they're they're gonna drive themselves. You gonna say I'm doing this, that, and the third? I'm telling you, I'm not doing this, that, and the third. You constantly doing that. That's it. I might as well go do it. Fuck it. But at that point, you're like, man, fuck that. This shit is over. Yeah. That's and then you reach a point in your life, you're like, fuck it, I can't. Yeah, you be like, I'm tired of this. You accusing me of cheating. My girlfriend accusing me of cheating. What do you want me to do? I'm only one man. It's too much pressure, but nah. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's How Wednesday dick on a Thursday. That goes with that. So we, we, we like brush this subject, I mean... And we, you know, being, it's pretty much why won't you leave? So we had dickmatized, and for us, <laughs> pussymatized. Pussymatized. What does that mean? Erasmatized. Uh, we, we, we'll talk about dickmatized. I want to I wanna know more about that <laughs> in a little bit so I can master the art of dickmatizing. Um, <laughs> pussymatizing, that, that's, that goes back to what I was saying earlier, how you was like, yo, just, yo, one more time, one more. I've done that. I've been the guy to say, Yo, yo, just, you know what I mean? Yo, just come back over. I was young. Just come back over and, like, you know what I mean? Just come over one more time. Just come over one more time. You know what that means. Because you think, I'm going to rock this motherfucker's world, and she ain't going to want to go nowhere. <laughs> nowhere. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> she didn't come over, and none of that happened, and, yeah, she just kept it moving. Maybe I, she was done. My pussy massage was, I had a girl I was done with. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, and there she go right there yeah. calling you. Nigga, that's my daughter. My badness. My badness. No, I got dick massage while I check my time with no, 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 no. You got, you got pussy massage. Pussy massage. Yeah, my bad. Fuck. <laughs> no, I got pussy yeah, massage. Yeah, I got dick massage. Get the You said it. We <laughs> was trying to save you, my nigga. We're saving you. But she, was a, she was a squirter. Like, it was just crazy like she can work her muscles and all this shit she can ride <laughs> and them, knees wouldn't kegels. get tired yeah knees wouldn't get tired of nothing I'm like oh my God. yo knees wouldn't get tired she had them good knees she had kegel knees <laughs> she kegled her knees <laughs> <laughs> you have answer in the text. Nah, um, but it's it from your daughter, crazy. so I ain't gonna, yeah. I ain't gonna fuck with you. But uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of that. Like when when it comes to pussy matizing, it is a it is a cruel tactic developed by these women to keep mm-hmm. you there. You we know, know how to saying? throw it on you. We'll fuck you like a prostitute. So. But why not? Ho- why not do the whole relationship? No, we can't give you all because then we we have to save it up for special days and oh, for fights and makeups. And when you're about to leave. <laughs> You just save it up for that day. Like, well, I got, I got something for mm-hmm. you, something yep. for you right now. So, what, what about, what about this, this, this digmatizing that keeps you from, that keeps you from leaving? Like, what, what does that involve? It's just so good. It's just like all the right spots are hit, all the attentions on you. You ain't got to do shit. You can lay there like a plastic fuck doll, and. It, he just does all the work and it's just, it's good. It's good where you're like, all right, babe, I'll give you another chance. I'll give you another chance, you know? And it just, it, it, it's like, it, it mind fucks you because it, it's just, they hit it exactly like they, they're supposed to. It's like the ideal sex, you know, the ideal, like, oh my God, he's going to eat that shit. Like it's his last meal, you know? And it's just, it's amazing. Like all that shit just freaking makes every other emotion just go away. So it's, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game. 
They should teach that. They should teach that the local colleges how to properly dickmatize all women. Right. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Notes. Now we compared that you was doing on the thing. Dickmatizing. We talk. I was. I was talking to her about what qualifies as a good dickmatize. Oh yeah. <laughs> and she was explaining it, and uh, I. I learned a couple things, but I think that, I don't know. I eat it like it's my last meal anyway. You got to eat that ass, too. You got to eat everything, right? <laughs> we you got to eat everything on your plate. We talked about this before. Yeah. yeah we did talk. You got to lick that plate, man. That's a normal thing. That's why these guys don't drink after me. <laughs> yeah, I knew it all. I mean, and that's and like I said, you you nope, can't do I that every time. Just wander down there, and I don't intend on it. My girl's not into it. Into Kev's it, never been like dickmatized. Anyway. Nah. <laughs> never well, at least one of us hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> or Kev's never he's never been pussymatized. He don't know what it means. Oh no, hey. I've been pussymatized. Yeah, that motherfucker. Yes. Pussy- Me and him yes. almost had a fallout because he yes. got pussymatized. I've been. I've been <laughs> I, I don't. Yes, you did. We we talked about it before. She put them blinders on you. Threatened not to take him home. You remember that? <laughs> this motherfucker threatened me not to take me home. Tell the story. Fuck it. Tell it again. I tell the story. Good. Yeah, his Kev was messing with this female. The other Kev. <laughs> I was driving. No, he wasn't driving. He oh. was messing with a female. Made, that made it worse. I wasn't. Her brother gets locked up. Okay, Kev, now I know the story. Kev calls me. Kev calls me the bell. Somebody else, so I said, "Cool, I have no problem with this shit." So we go to speak to the person. We go to speak to Bella person out. So the lawyer explains us: if he doesn't show up in court, you're not getting your money back. I at that that point, I said, "Fuck that shit." Kev says, "What motherfucker?" I said, "Kev, if it was you, I would do it in a heartbeat. Losing money, I don't care. I don't know this motherfucker." Right. You know what, Kev? You're a fucked up motherfucker. I said, "Kev, you don't understand. If it was you, it was cool." Nah, fuck that motherfucker. You should die. I say, yo, you got one more time to call me a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me a motherfucker no more. No, nah, I'm just saying, Kev, I can't believe you did this to me. Fuck that. You know, I don't know how the fuck you get home. I told Kev and the boy, the Kev wasn't driving, but it was another guy riding with me. I said, I don't give a fuck what you say or what this motherfucker driving this car say. Y'all taking me the fuck home. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? <laughs> <laughs> that means either you're going to take me home or somebody going to get boop bopped and sit in the back seat and I drive us all home. <laughs> but he was dickmatized by a chick. This chick had him going crazy. All right, like, all right. We, we joking, but we mean pussymatized. Pussymatized. <laughs> we mean pussymatized. Yeah, Karen keeps saying dickmatized. Karen was dickmatized. Karen was trap on. Karen don't know the difference anymore. I'm shiny, man. That shit makes you stupid. I think a big, another, like, if, if you want to walk into it, um, self-worth. Knowing your self-worth. Knowing your self-worth also comes in handy in handy when you're when you're going through something like that. Because I ain't gonna lie, my last my marriage I just ended like I had no self-worth. Like this bitch made me feel like I was shit. That's part of it. But that's yeah. because I was so much of not an ass yeah, I could say I was an asshole in my previous relationship. And at that point, I was trying to turn over a new leaf and be this better person and all this other shit. That was your first problem. And this person that I married, I was like, you know, I'm going to change over a new leaf. I'm going to be a tamer version of myself. And I 
I dial myself back, and this person took full fucking advantage of the situation, like, and made me feel like shit, like, bad. You just fed off of it. Yeah, fed off of you just being this nice person. And I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Like, I can't believe that me trying to be a nice guy for a change turned out this person... You know, saying, hey, you ain't shit, you need me. If without me, you wouldn't be this. Without me, you wouldn't be that. Did that, did that create the asshole, Kev, that we all know and love today? <laughs> now, this is recent. I've just always been an asshole, but I just dialed back my assholeness for this person. I really just, like, became a punk. And as I say in my head, because I'm like, I never... I never been that type of person. Like I always been like a strong person. But I'm like, you know, maybe my I'm Aries, so I'm like, maybe my strong giving off these strong vibes. Maybe I need to dial this shit back some. Yeah. And I did that. I let my guard down, and this person took full fucking advantage. Now she's a stalker. To this day, she be stalking. To this day, crazy is bat shit. I'm just saying, she ain't a stalker, but she's crazy. How crazy is bat shit? Nah, it's pretty crazy. It caused corona. It caused coronavirus. I knew where that was going all day. Yeah, the the self worth. It you have to really reach a low point in your life before you really understand. I think, in my opinion. You know, because otherwise, where do you go? You know, like, I had to be so mentally fucked before. I was like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't like feeling like this. I don't like being treated like this. What am I going to do about it? How am I going to change? And then I was like, you know what? I take care of your kids. Like, going down the list to myself, you know, I feed everybody in this motherfucker, and I still get treated like this. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. But it just had to do a lot more with what was going on, my relationship, how I felt, because the moment that I started speaking up, he had an issue. The moment I was standing up for myself, he had an issue with that and the abuse got worse. So I was just like, Oh, you don't like somebody outspoken. That'll call you out on your shit. Okay. All right. But now like you can't get me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, you can't get me to like back down if I'm fighting for something that I believe in. Um, just my self-worth is just so amazing that I feel I wanted to like talk to young females that are in horrible relationships and be like, you know what? You don't need to be treated like this. You know, girlfriends. Yeah. We joke around. We call each other bitch and whore, but it's like terms of endearment. But when a guy is talking to you like that, it's different. You know, they're starting to riot. Not too far from my house, by the way. I, so. no, I, I just heard, heard that. that. It's like yeah. a shit. Yeah, it's all over downtown San Diego now. So I was like, oh, great. I guess I'll stay home. Yeah, be safe out there. Definitely. Wow. I just heard that. Stuff. Yeah, we heard that. I thought, I thought you had a pterodactyl in your back. I <laughs> <laughs> was ready to get out. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's important to teach kids early your self-worth. Don't let people talk down to you. Don't let people call you anything outside your name. You know, don't let people give you nicknames if you don't like it. You know, just stand up for yourself. So, and, and it starts at an early age, you know, and, and the one thing is my mom, we don't have the best relationship. She broke me down more than built me up. So I had to do all this shit on my own, you know, just finding out who I am. And I think that's why I ended up in a shitty relationship because I didn't know any better. You know, I have a great dad who taught me, you know, right from wrong. But my, you know, when you, as a female looking up to your mom, 
you know, and she's just like, you're not going to end up being shit. You're all I want you to do is get out of my house as soon as you're 18, you know, figure it out on your own. And I'm like, the fuck? <laughs> so now that I have a 17 year old daughter, I'm like, Mm-mm, do not do, do not depend on anybody else. You know, do everything for yourself, you know, because you don't want that rug snatched from under you. And you're like, where do I go from here? Right. So, but yeah, that's something we have to definitely teach our kids at an early age. So, and then sometimes it's unfortunate that we don't discover our self worth till later in life. It, it, it's a, it's Some a, people never do. So yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's facts about that. But yeah, it's just it's it's sad, and it's sad that some people, like I said, my last relationship, she preyed on that shit. Like, I just, you know. I, Everybody sees me, they know me as an asshole, but deep down, like, <laughs> I don't know. It, was a, it was a person that used to call me, she knew You're me pretty well, but she used to call me a Pop-Tart. I'm like, why the fuck you keep calling me a Pop-Tart for it? She was like, because a Pop-Tart. She was like, you're hard on the outside, but you're, always, you're soft in the middle. When I get to know you, you're just, you're a really loving person. Punch her right in the face. No, <laughs> I told her there ain't much inside of a motherfucking pop tart. <laughs> pop tart is sweet, it's soft, it's as nice as the. That was a major insult. No, it wasn't an insult. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was fucking you want pop tart ass nigga? Pop tarts ain't even really <laughs> hard on the outside uh, either. They break insult. easily. It's not a fucking insult, dog. That she pop tarts break but easily. But how the way she explained it, she was that. like, she was like, you're hard on the outside, but you're really kind and soft. Seriously, to the crab. I'm a oh, cancer. Yeah. Like, bitch, what you mean by pop tarts? No, no, hold on. Well, you're hard on the outside and your strawberry jelly on the. That's all I hear <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> Diabetes <laughs> on the inside. That sounds crazy. <laughs> Look, dickheads that I work wife, with. If my wife came in and said, "Yo, you a pop tart," first thing I do, get out. <laughs> Just get out of all your stuff. Alrighty. You'll never see me shit in your life. <laughs> You'll never see that. This guy's got kicked off a fucking lie we doing by his wife. Because she's yes. even quick to turn that motherfucker shit off. Because I am terrified. <laughs> so she can call this motherfucker Pop Tart and nothing will happen. It won't. That's the type of vibe I gave off. Like I was always just just I, you know, I had a, a give up. I don't give a fuck about nothing. Add to like people would say shit to me, like, all right, whatever. Who gives a shit? Like, you're an asshole. Okay, thank you, bitch. Like, what's up? Thank you. <laughs> what are we doing thank now? Thank you, bitch. <laughs> what are we doing now? <laughs> we about to go have fun or what? I just called you a bitch. I don't care about that. Like, care about the knock us off air, but karate <laughs> chopping shit. What but, the fuck is going but, on? But but it's my relationship that I was in. I, I just let that whole guard down for this person. Like, I just gave them, I thought I had to give them the nice me. And they said, fuck the nice you. I'm going to chew that shit up like fucking bubble gum, spit it the fuck out, step like on bubble it, gum. and let a dog piss on it. Now, you know how people say, like, oh, I trust somebody 100%. Do you give people 100% of you? This was the first time I, before, never. No, hell no. I was always guarded. It would be in increments. And this was the first time that I said to myself, you know what, maybe by me always holding back my relationships, it don't turn out the way I want them to. So let me give 100% at the beginning and see how it goes. And by me being so honest and trust, trustful and giving them 100%, that person said, oh, this is what I, you know, you gave me everything I wanted. And now I'm going to take full fucking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you don't. I've learned that with my ex-husband because I gave him 100%. And when we split, I didn't know how to no. be an individual. 
So now I feel like I give 50% to people, whether it's friends, family, you know, whatever, I'll give you 50% because it leaves room for error and growth. And you're supposed to, even though I just went through that and that was a bad experience, because listen, I was, listen, I, I don't know if I ever told y'all guys this, but I was like contemplating like, yo, I don't belong here no more on this earth. You always belong on this earth. Don't ever but feel I, that way. In my mind, in the back of my mind, I never been that depressed in my life. Like, I feel you. Not only was I going through a shitty relationship and getting tore down, like I had lost everything. I always had everything. I always had my own place, my own vehicle, money in my pocket, a job. I lost all of that. I mean, all that while dealing with this person, I lost everything. So I'm starting from scratch again. So I'm like, yo, not only did I lose my job, I lost my car, got repoed, I can't pay my bills, fucking, I'm behind on shit, I'm getting locked, got locked up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just going through turmoil. And I'm like, you know what? I, it's probably better if I'm not here anymore. Nobody see what I was, and nobody knew what I was going through because I always, when everybody see me, they see me with a smile on my face. I think nobody has ever seen me without a smile. Only real people knew what I was going through was like my my dad and my mom, but they liked the person so much. It was like, hey, just you know, tough it out. Yeah, tough it out. Tough machine. it out. This, you know, she's a very good person. It's gonna work out. No. And that's the one thing that a lot of people don't check on the strong individuals that they know, you know, because I hold myself up to being strong and not vulnerable, you know, and there's times that I have my breakdowns, but nobody knows because I don't let that side show. But it is nice when people just say, hey, how are you feeling today? You know, and a lot of people struggle with mental health, but yet they hide it. You know, and I've told you guys before that I'm, I'm like really big on mental health because I hit that level of depression. I hit those ideas of suicide. You know, I hit just rock bottom, but I had to build myself up. So for you to be like, oh, I lost it all. I walked away from it all, you know, and that was a choice. You know, yours was taken from you. Mine was I was just like, fuck it. I just I don't need this. And I always look at things differently. Now, money comes and goes. You know, materials comes and goes. You can always rebuild from the bottom up. As long as you are fine in your head, you can restart. Every day is a chance to make yourself better. So, and I've just learned all this. And I wasn't like this big into it, you know, 15 years ago when I was going through all this shit with my ex-husband. But now I'm like, you know what? I will never, ever let myself hit that low mentally ever again. You know, and I, and I feel things coming on. I have an addictive personality and I could be addicted to pills and drugs and Xanax and all this other shit, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to let mental health take me to this side where I have to be medicated just to function. You know, I have to be medicated just to feel my self-worth. I have to be medicated, you know, to feel a certain way. I, I would rather fight that battle on my own. And there's days that I'm just like about to snap and that's where I'm like, okay, let me, let me just be alone. Let me just be alone. Let me just decompress. And it's hard. It's really hard, but you just have to have good people in your corner. And like with you guys, you guys seem like you're really tight. So it would be nice every now and then, Hey, how are you really feeling? And just be vulnerable with each other. You know, as long as it doesn't leave, doesn't leave the circle. <laughs> so, you know, and just be like, I want to cry. I need you to hold me, you know, and just let them. There's, there's times that I cry to my girlfriends because I'm like, I just need to cry it out. You know, held by one of us before. Never been. I've never been held by one of you guys. <laughs> never been held by one of us. Sometimes I think, and I, I think when it comes to something like that, like being held 
by another man. I don't, I don't scoff at that. I don't think that's crazy. Because you guys would hug one another if you saw each other at a funeral and it's a mutual person. That's, that's what I was thinking. Oh, like, yeah. Funerals, nah, I'm a birthday. Get this hug. Yeah. Get this hug. And I'm an, I need it too. Yeah. Even if it's just a quick one of those, you know. Get that beard away from me. Get <laughs> <laughs> that beard away from me. But is it, is it May uh, Mental Health Awareness Month? It is. So, so this is a good that? way. I never heard of that. What, where did where did you hear that? I'm in the medical field. There you go. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. So and it's definitely do. call call your friends, call people, reach out, just talk to them. Hey, how you doing? Ask, are you good? Do you need anything? Just always just lend that that ear. Some people just want an ear. They don't necessarily need food, money, you know, a hug. They just want an ear. You know, just just check on them mentally. Just how are you feeling? How is this quarantine going on for you? You know, do you need to laugh, cry, just talk? You know, there's times that my girlfriend's like, I just need to vent. Don't say nothing because I'm very opinionated. And I'll just let them talk. but yeah some people just need to know that you're there like sometimes that just calms us down when we're on that ledge just know that you have somebody genuine yeah i mean i agree that's that's and when she's spitting it's check on your friends because i was like i said i was i've never been that low in my life and i actually hit bottom and the good thing about hitting rock bottom and i know this sounds so cliche but it's true there's nothing but up you got nowhere other to go but up and once you start when you realize that you got nowhere to go but up your life starts to change you Mm -hmm. start coming with that positive outlook positive stuff start happening like since then I'm listen man I've been freaking great everything that I lost I gained back and more Mm -hmm. I gained back my sanity I'm in a good stable healthy relationship and like I said, me personally, I, yeah, I, I, I gave it my last person 100% and I got burnt. But I've always been the one like, you know what, I'm still the next person. I'm going to give you a little bit, but I'm, you're eventually going to get all 100%. I'm going to make my damage so you get everything. That'll be on my deathbed. I give 100%. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but no, I, I get what you mean because you know what, if you give 100% and they leave and take it, you're not you don't know who you are anymore you know what I mean so keep keep some for yourself you know and and like I said with my family my kids are everything to me like with them 100% for everything but there is times that I need to step away there's times I need to go on a girl's trip because that's why that mom killed her four boys because she probably didn't get time away I'm not saying it's right but I totally understand you know what I mean because these kids what happened there is that um I forgot what her name is but this mom that drowned four of her sons in the bathtub yeah and i'm just saying like nobody probably checked on her not and i do not agree with what she did but i understand because you reach a point when you're not mentally right you know when nobody checks on you nobody offers a helping hand it's, it's just nice to know that if people even offer people offer to watch my son and i'm like you know what as much as i complain about it i can't he's my responsibility you know it but just knowing people are out there to really help out i'm like okay i feel a little bit better that i'm not alone so and that's why like everybody just reach out to each other if you're even thinking about this person just out of the blue reach out to them because something is saying for you guys to connect 
So, yeah. That, I got for my sister because that's what made me a marvelous sister. I didn't even know you had a sister. Yeah, I got two sisters. I got a sister that live in Tennessee. She would call me just, she knew when I was going through something. She always calls me because she knows I'm going through something. It's just like yeah. twin sister. Spike sister. It's not my sister. That would be fucking <laughs> crazy. That would be insane. You fucking guys, listen. It, no, y'all, y'all, y'all are probably the guys who I, who I would call or yeah. hang with. You, yeah, you came to me crying I, one yeah. time. You did come to me crying, dog. No you was fucking it, but I wasn't crying. He was fucking. He had tears. He was sweating from his eyeballs. That guy I, might was have, I might have been. I might have been sad, but you I didn't. Had, I wasn't crying because I would admit you it. You went to the car and started crying, and tears came in my eyes. I already killed a bitch on you. <laughs> was, was his bottom lip being stuck in? He was like, <laughs> I don't cry. you know why? I don't cry. I don't cry easily. I cry at funerals. Mm-hmm. I cry at funerals, or I would cry by myself. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like the pooping thing. I don't I don't do it. It's it's something that I know I don't do. But I might have had I might have been like I might have been like yeah I might have been fighting back tears like like all right flustered. I might have been like, yeah, like that shit crazy, but your head I, was down, your eyes red, keep saying I was crying, <laughs> keep telling me I was crying. I would have no problem admitting. Man, why I was you crying. not admitting you crying? You know? I have no problem admitting it. I didn't admit it. Because I had, admit it right now. And listen, this how I know you was crying. I had a girlfriend <laughs> that I was like trying to get some buns from. I didn't even. I didn't leave that car for hours talking to you. And came back in the crib. She was asleep. You know how hard it is to try to get some ass when she goes to sleep? Not hard at all. Not hard at all. That mood has left the building. <laughs> you about to get dickmatized. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. I'll put you back to sleep, baby. Don't worry. Dog, so like you was like, I listen, man, listen, I, I listen. You was crying, dog. You can. I wasn't, but all right. For the sake of the story, for the sake of the story, I guess I was crying, and I have no problem. The funny thing is, I have no problem admitting it until today. No, no, <laughs> I have no problem admitting it because it's not something. It's not something to feel like bad about. You know what I'm saying? It's not something to feel bad about. Men crying, it's not something to feel bad about. You can cry. It's all right, guys. And I'm hugging, hugging your friend and checking on your friends. Yeah, is not check something on friends, to feel bad about. family, everything. Just. Just let them know that you're there. That's it. Yeah. That could that could be the difference. That could be the difference in what could save them if they're thinking about, you know what I mean? Thinking about who doesn't love them or, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that's how it is. Yeah. Their self-worth, their questioning, yeah. just be like, hey man, I'm here for you if you need to talk. That's all people need to hear, you know, Absolutely. and it's, it makes a big difference just to be that ear, you know? In that shoulder, but I know you guys are against holding each other. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We've done it before. It's okay. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Yeah, because, I mean, just people, like, people connect, you know, and it, if you have that strong connection and you're thinking of them, just fucking reach out. Yeah. So. Like you reached out to me and you just crying. And Kev's a great hugger. The best. <laughs> he's a great hugger. The best. Great See those big strong arms? He's <laughs> <laughs> probably always keep him crossed. He's ready to hug somebody. He's right ready. Right. Spontaneous <laughs> hugs. Yeah, guys are fucking weird. <laughs> All, right. All right. So, um, why don't you tell them more about your podcast and uh, where they can find you at? So you guys can find me on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the platforms. Um, 
I have been revamping my show. I prefer to go live because it's just more raw, authentic instead of editing. And um, my show, uh, Cheese Man Cocktails, is going to be a little bit different after all because I am relocating to the East Coast um, in a few weeks. Yeah, to the D.C. area if they don't burn it down by now. So um, hopefully there will still be a city by the time I get there. Yeah. but uh, yeah, you can find me. The link is on my Instagram, my Facebook. I have to redo my Facebook. It's horrible. I'm not a techie person, so doing all this shit by myself. It's hard. Oh. So bear with me, guys. Um, well, I understand. I'm doing it all by myself, too. These guys don't fucking help. Listen. I'm pretty sure I'm, I help, but it's okay. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> this guy said he, he said he fucking helps, right? I said I don't. He said he doesn't. What about to say? I thought the guy said he helps. So, uh, yeah, I, thanks for having me on. This was great. I, I love that, you know, the three different opinions. Uh, you guys have great conversations. I love watching you guys. Um, I do share your stories. So this is good. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely. Thank you for having us. And we have no problem jumping on yours whenever you're ready. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely need middle opinions. You got yeah. a phone number, so just shoot us a text and listen, we set up, make sure we, you know. Is it? Yeah. Get it right. But, uh, for sure. All righty. So that was today's episode. Uh, we want to thank you guys for joining in. Uh, this episode will be available on the Spotify this Tuesday. Uh, it's going to be available on YouTube Friday. Not only Spotify, yes. Google Congrats. Play. Google iTunes. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, Apple, what is it? Apple Podcasts. Apple Cast. Uh, Apple Cast. Uh, Apple the Big Apple. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe. Check both of our uh, programs out, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. And I'm Bye. Cool Kev, oh, and this is Dash. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. He's such an ass clown. We were your host. <laughs> it's all good. Cool Kev. And I'm, and I'm Big Dre, a.k.a. Dr. Cocktopus. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Oh, shit. Come on. Come on. God damn, you fucking... How about you start over? We want to say, all right, all right, I'm going to start the whole outro over. We're not going to edit any of this. Um, So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, uh, that was today's show. We want to thank you guys. Uh, We were your host. Good. Dash. Cool kid. And I'm Big Dre, and we want to thank our guest. The obnoxious goddess, Athena. (laughs) Uh, And for the second time, we'll catch you guys later. All right, bye, guys. Check on each other. Absolutely. All right, stay safe.